Welcome to The Art of Intimate Marriage with Dr. Jennifer Conzin. Sensitive yet frank advice for enjoying every benefit of one of God's most fundamental gifts. Dr. Conzin is a licensed marriage and family counselor, sex therapist, as well as an adjunct professor, award-winning researcher, author, and speaker. With today's conversation on the biblical approach to fulfilling intimacy in marriage, here's Jennifer. Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Jennifer Conson with The Art of Intimate Marriage. And in our previous broadcast, we talked to the husbands. Husbands, what does your wife need? And if you're a wife listening to this broadcast, you're probably possibly thinking, ooh, I want my husband to hear that one. Well, it is recorded. You can go and listen to the previous broadcast on my website, The Art of Intimate Marriage. And I believe it will be entitled, What Does Your Wife Need? Today, we're going to be talking about what does your husband need? So often we tend to give this answer. What does your husband need? He needs sex. (laughs) End of story. I am kind of laughing, but not laughing because that's probably relatively true for many men. However, My guess would be if you were to really find out what your husband needs, there might be a few more things because the reality is for a lot of men, they do have a lot of other things that they would like in the relationship, even though they might also desire more intercourse and more orgasm. In fact, actually, if you go back and listen to what does your wife need, you might listen to all that and realize that all of those things are what your husband needs. So these are kind of stereotypical things that I'm sharing both in the last broadcast and this one. Honestly, most people need both. So you might answer, I would like sex. That's what I need as the wife. And by the way, That might be important to share with your spouse. When I do workshops, a lot of the times I have women share that the thing that they need the most is they would like more sex more often and they have the higher desire. So this, so even though I've just said this is what men might put at the top list that they need sex, women might actually put that at the top of theirs. Okay, women, I'm right. This is for you today. What does your husband need? Well, one of the main things that I find in working with couples is that husbands need, your husband needs for you to admire him. A woman's encouraging words hold so much power. Men will often share with me that their wife's encouraging words, their wife's admiration makes them feel loved. And women will say, all he wants is, you know, he's got such a big ego. He just wants me to, you know, say all these things about him. And well, maybe that's true. Maybe he's egotistical, but my guess would be he's probably not. He actually needs, needs your encouraging words. And how can you do that? How can you give your encouraging words? Well, you can do it verbally. You can definitely say them to him verbally, but you can also write it on little cards and stick it in his briefcase or his shoes and anything he might touch and just find that little card in there. You can send him a text. It's fun for me. Sometimes I'll be reading different things in my own quiet time and it'll just remind me of something of my husband, like a scripture I'm reading. In fact, the other day I read something on in Proverbs about a diligent man and how 
that just makes life a lot better when someone's diligent. And I sent it. I have a very diligent husband and I sent him a text um, with that scripture in it saying, I read the scripture and it made me think of you. So in very simple ways, you can send a note that just says you're awesome. And this is the specific way I think that you're awesome. Make a phone call, leave a message. So there's a lot of different ways you can give your words. Compliment him. This is very important, not just to him directly, but also in front of others while he's standing there. Tell other people. And and what's important is if you're in the middle of a problematic relationship and you're listening to this going, yeah, right, Jennifer, you might need to get some conflict resolved and you might need to get back to learning how to like and respect your spouse. Go there first because you don't want to just put this into practice when you're not feeling those things genuinely. In order to compliment him in front of people, make sure you're, you're genuinely feeling those things. You know, in Proverbs 31, verse 23, this is so interesting. It says, her husband is respected at the city gate. Now, when you look at Proverbs 31, it's this long, beautiful list on a woman, a woman to be admired, right? We talk about it's the ideal woman in Proverbs. That's what each of us who are following Jesus, each of us females following Jesus would love to be Proverbs 31. Why in that list of her different qualities would it put something about him in there? It says her husband is respected at the city gate. Well, my take on that is there's something that she does that is tied with his being respected at the city gate. I think it's that she treats him and talks about him with such respect that it influences how other people view him. And my husband is an awesome servant and he is a leader in many different ways, both on the job and in our, in our ministry responsibilities. And Um, He's a man very worthy of respect. And so my job as a wife is to make sure not only am I sharing that with him, but that I'm also sharing that with other people. Are you talking about what is worthy of respect in him? You know, look at that passage. Um, That's the, that's the passage on a noble character, a wife of noble character. So become a wife of noble character and respect your husband and, and speak about it in front of other people. She was a woman that admired him do the same. Let him hear your respect for him, your admiration for him at the city gates while you sit at home, when you're walking along the street, when you're spending time with friends. So admire him. And then also women admire him sexually. Does he bring you pleasure sexually? Do you tell him that? Do you tell him he's a good lover? And do you tell him specifically how he's a good lover? Do you tell him he has nice lips when he's using them on your body? Do you tell him about his fingers and the pleasure they bring you to your body in caressing you as well as bringing you to orgasm? Do you compliment him sexually? Check that. So after you're engaging sexually next time, tell him what he did that was really good and what you liked about it. Compliment him sexually. Tell him how he's a good lover. And in fact, you can even whisper that in his ears when you're in the middle of a big group of people. (laughs) That'll get him going. Tell him at random odd moments. You're just sitting at the table, enjoying some coffee together and lean over and tell him something he did a couple nights ago that was really enjoyable sexually. So tell him how he brings you pleasure and tell him specifically, admire him. All right, what else? What else does your husband need? One thing I find is that your husbands need you to watch them. 
watch your husband when he walks around naked, look at his body and then tell him what you're seeing. When he walks into the room, when you're at a restaurant and he walks into the restaurant, I have this vivid memory of we're sitting with a group of friends at um, a birthday party at a restaurant and my husband was coming straight from work and he watched, he walked into the restaurant and he was in his career clothes, you know, nice slack pants, tucked in starched shirt, belt, nice shoes, all groomed, right? He walked in and I was like, dang, that's mine, right? So he came to sit down at the table and he said hello to everybody. And then when he scooped next to me and gave me a kiss, hello, I leaned over and said, dang, you look nice. Let them know you're looking at them and that you find them attractive and what you find attractive about him. Um, when he's getting dressed, watch him. When he puts on an outfit you like, tell him. When he wears something that's, that looks good on him, watch him and tell him. Admire his body. Put, Gosh, when you look at Song of Songs, again, it is full of specific words. She doesn't just say, man, you have a nice buttocks, which I think if he does, make sure to tell him that. But she talks about his cheeks and his calves and his arms and their rods of steel and columns of ivory. And she goes into detail about his hair. And do you compliment him? And do you watch him? And do you tell him what you're seeing? I do, I do have to tell you, sometimes women will say, but he's this, he's that, he's overweight, he's, you know, got so much hair on his body and women will focus on what's not attractive. Well, then you're not actually obeying the scriptures because I tell you, if you go and look at Song of Solomon, she's complimenting all kinds of different things. If you find that you cannot think of anything positive physically about your husband, go work on that. Go read Song of Songs and start thinking, well, he does have nice fingers. Do I tell him he has nice fingers? You know what? He actually has a really nice nose. Do I tell him that? You know, he might not have much hair, but actually he's got nice hair. Do you tell him that? So what are you admiring about him physically? Are you watching him and are you sharing that with him? Make sure you do. And definitely straight along those lines, one of the other things your husband needs is he needs you to touch him. Most men will say that one of their primary needs is sex. But often when I talk with them in my office, what they tell me is it's not actually the sex. It's all of the physical touch that's accompanying the sex that they feel like because their wife is reactive around sexuality, they feel like when they try to be affectionate there with their wife, that she pulls back. And then, then let me tell you, this is very true. When sex is not going well, women do pull back. And so yes, getting help with the sexual relationship can make a big impact on overall affection. However, most men that come to see me and most men that I speak with share very openly that they are longing for more affection from their wives. Now, you might be the wife saying you're longing for more affection. So this might go definitely both directions. Um, often what women will say about touch is he only touches me when he wants sex and he's not very affectionate. And we tend to think it's kind of a female thing. And often it is. However... Uh, one of the things that men will say is that they are wanting more affection. And so I do have, by the way, a whole chapter on this in my book, The Art of Intimate Marriage, on touch and affection. And why do I have that? Well, because 
it's important. It's important to the sexual relationship, but it's important to the overall satisfaction in relationship. They've actually found in the research that couples that engage in more affectionate touch have a higher marital satisfaction. No duh, right? So touch your husband. Uh, Go read some more on that. It's important to remember that men love to be touched. Usually most men, this isn't all men. Most men love being touched all the time and all over. So they love your hand on their thigh. They love your hand on their shoulder. They love your hand through their hair. They love your hand caressing across their buttocks. They love you to reach out and massage their foot. So whatever the touch is, most men will say they can't get enough of it and they wish their wife was more affectionate. So this is super important to pay attention to. Appreciate his entire body. Don't just give to him sexually when you engage in intercourse. Give to him all day long, physically, and not just in bed. Um, Also, give him random kisses. Just when you're walking across the room and he's sitting down working on the computer, lean down, kiss the side of his neck, and keep walking. Lean down, kiss his cheek, keep walking. So random, light kisses. Touch his back and his butt as you walk by him. Light caresses. Reach over and touch his arm, his thigh, his chest, any part of his body, most likely he's going to start expressing that he feels a lot more love. And then another thing that I would highly recommend that husbands desire is that you prioritize him above all others. In other words, women often that are mothers do tend to prioritize their children. How do you prioritize a husband when these children are clamoring for your attention. I have four kids. I totally get how this is. And it is vital to prioritize your marital relationship. I love this scripture in Song of Songs, chapter eight, verse six. It says, place me like a seal over your heart. Huh? Does your husband feel like he's a seal over your heart, that you hold him that closely to your heart, that you are that Um, that your heart is that dedicated to him. The Hebrew word there actually for the word seal is chotham, which what that means is it's made from a signet ring like that a king would use when he makes a royal decree and a royal missive and he uses the ring in the wax to seal the decree. Um, That's literally what the word seal there in Song of Songs, chapter eight, verse six. That's what it means that the, the and so why why is this written? Why is this placed in Song of Songs? Well, it's letting it's it's here that the beloved is letting his um, his his partner know the level of importance to him. And so this is such a two way street. We need to let the other know you are the most important. Make your spouse, let them know that they are more important than your kids, your job. In fact, for some couples, it might be that your, your extended family are very important to you, your mother and your sisters, your brothers, your nieces and nephews. Do they feel like they are more important than your than her, you know, wives? Do your, do your husbands feel like they are more important than your mother and then your sisters and your extended family, your brothers, your aunts, your uncles, your grandma, your nieces and nephews, your children? That's vital. Even some people get super involved in serving in the church 
And husbands will feel like their wives are more emotionally involved with the people they're serving at church than they are with their husband. So sometimes the prioritizing above all others means prioritizing him above your ministry responsibilities and the people that you're giving to in the ministry. So on top of all of that, it's important to prioritize your sexual time together. This is, is vital. Wives, don't allow all your energy to go to everybody else. Don't allow all your energy to go to every other person and all your husband gets is the dregs. Prioritize sex, but first of all, prioritize your dates with him. I have couples that come to my office where the wife is so worried about leaving her kids at home that they don't go out at all. And find boy, working hard to finding ways to get childcare so that you can go out together, just the two of you. Prioritize going to bed with him. Oftentimes people will, either the wife goes to bed first or the husband goes to bed first because of his job or whatever. And I tell couples, go to bed together. Even if you brush your teeth together, you get ready for work together and you crawl into bed and you pray and you might have sex or you might just cuddle. And then he snores and you get up and go do the other things you would do in the evening. Go to bed together. Make that happen. So prioritize him, even in how you fall asleep at night or how you at least get ready for going to sleep at night. And then, of course, prioritize him by talking with him, by prioritizing him above all the conversations you're having with other people. So I want to take a, just a moment here before we go on to the other things that husbands need, just to mention that you can find these previous broadcasts on my website, The Art of Intimate Marriage. You will find all kinds of things on there. There's a blog on there. Um, there's links to my book, The Art of Intimate Marriage, and to our new book called Redeemed Sexuality, which is for Christian singles, teens, campus students, and parents about sexuality. It's a Christian guide to sexuality for singles, teens, campus, and parents. And then also you can find the link to buy the cards that we give to couples to help them with communication. They're called the intimate marriage cards. They're fun and they're an easy way to really improve your communication about your overall relationship as well as intimacy. So you can go on the website, The Art of Intimate Marriage, and look at those things. Um, you'll also find the previous recordings there. You can go on Amazon and you can buy all of the materials I've just shared with you. If you have questions, you can send them directly to me at jenniferconson at yahoo.com. And also on my website, you'll find a link. This is a, a listener supported ministry. If you find this helpful and you want other people to continue hearing about it and uh, in for a longer time to keep us on the air, as well as into other areas of the country, go ahead and uh, support our ministry. Go on the link there at the art of intimate marriage. Okay, let's talk some more about what your husband needs. Wives, what does your husband need? This one might be a surprise, but one of the things your husband needs is for you to indulge your own sensuality. I didn't say sexuality. I said sensuality. It is important that women indulge themselves and in what brings them sensual enjoyment. Now, the scriptures do talk about don't overindulge, right? And so what women tend to do is they think that means that indulgence of any kind is sinful, but that's not what the scriptures teach. Overindulgence is problematic, but it is important to find out all the different senses of your body. If you indulge those senses, it creates a greater amount of enjoyment, and that is hugely impacting on the sexual relationship. If women learn how to 
you know, enjoy a massage, enjoy a beautiful walk along the beach, enjoy eating a piece of chocolate, enjoy touch that if they learn to enjoy music and listening to it, if they enjoy the incredibly wonderful taste of a strawberry, pay attention to all of your senses. Why? Because sensuality in all areas affects your ability to enjoy sensuality in your sexual relationship. There are some kind of crazy ways to enjoy your own sensuality. So this is where it'll cross over into sexual sensuality. And so this would be, I tell women, um, wear an outfit, especially like a skirt when you're going out with your husband and don't put any underwear on. And women are like, oh, no way I couldn't do that. Try it. Okay. So maybe a short amount of time, but what's it like? Number one, for him to know you're walking around without anything on, talk about a turn on for him, but also women will often feel like they feel more sensual when they walk around without underwear. So that's a pretty bizarre recommendation, but try it and see if it has any effect. Go about your evening. Notice how it feels. Tell him you have nothing on underneath your clothing. (laughs) So that's one way to indulge your sensuality. Another way is also to take things like take a bubble bath, put in some scented oil, enjoy those kinds of things. Use bath gels and scented lotions, things that make even your smelling sense uh, alive. So good smelling things actually is a way to indulge your sensuality. Wear clothing with that has materials you enjoy. It's funny, just recently I've been buying different clothing that has um, some lace, some really um, soft cotton lace on the edges. And it just feels nice on my skin. And I feel more feminine when I wear it. So the clothing that you wear does affect how you feel, even about your body. So are you wearing clothing and materials that feel nice against your your skin, (laughs) like lace and satin and silk? You know, sometimes people ask me, why are you mentioning this? And why is this in a section about what your husband needs? Because when you pay attention to your sensuality purposefully and intentionally, when you indulge this God-given sense, you will often become more sensually and sexually attentive when you're with your husband. Because your husbands will tell, tell me frequently, um, that they want their wives to enjoy their um, their bo- their own bodies and that it actually turns them on. So wives, start off with enjoying your sensuality in every other area of your life and then make sure you're enjoying your sensuality in the sexual part of your life. What else does your husband need? Well, you know what I have to tell you, one of the biggest things that husbands tell me is tell him what you need. They get so, I can't, the number of times husbands are like, she doesn't tell me what she likes. And women are often not very good at that. Our culture doesn't really support women saying what they like. So when it comes to sex, he really needs to know what you'd like. Tell him what kind of touch you like. Tell him what's arousing to you. It's sometimes hard to do that while you're engaging sexually, although I think that's super important. And my book has some exercises to help you with that. But you can also do it like the next morning. As you're sitting, having coffee together, share with him what you enjoyed about the night before. You can use some of the exercises in my book to help you with that. So your husband does need you to directly tell him what you like. Assertive communication sexually can really improve your sexual relationship. All right. What else does your husband need? Now, husbands might be surprised that I put this in here, but 
one of the things that I find is that they, they need their wife to spend some more money. And you're like, what? Spend some money. And this is something that your husband needs. Spend some money on some lingerie. Spend some money on your bedroom. Make it look good. Make your bedroom. I mean, often women are folding laundry in their bedroom. Their bedroom is an office. Their bedroom is their media center. It's got a TV in it. And boy, it's no longer this place of rejuvenation and refreshment. Your bedroom, spend some money, get some new uh, sheets, get some new pillows, buy a new comforter, rejuvenate your bedroom, make your room the most important room in your house. I actually got that input before we were married. The couple that did our premarital counseling, the wife said to me, the, the one room to pay attention to as you're getting ready to get married is your bedroom. And so the only room that we bought furniture for was our bedroom. So when we got home from our honeymoon, we had new furniture in our bedroom. It was really fun. And it's just fun to just rejuvenate your room, even in simple ways. So spend a little bit of money, have some fun with it. Um, go ahead and spend some money. And, and boy, I, husbands are almost always like, yes, on some fun sexual games. There's some fun sexual board games out there. They're dice, they're cards. And um, there's some fun sexual toys out there. Go spend some money on your sensual sexual relationship. So today we have talked about what your husband needs. And when, in my previous broadcast, I talked about how women need to be romanced. Let me end this with this today. Men need to be romanced as well. You know, they won't often use the words, I wish she was more romantic. <laughs> In fact, I don't think I've ever heard a man say to me, I wish my wife was more romantic. But usually what they'll say is they'll wish their wife longed for them more. They'll wish their wife wanted. That's the word they use. I wish she wanted me. Ooh, that's a big one. I wish she wanted me. I wish she thought of me. So when he's working, just think about this at the computer, when he's reading something, romance him, kiss him on the neck. Tell him what you love about him. Put notes in his briefcase. Put it on his tool belt, in his lunchbox. Send him texts. Buy his favorite candy bar. Out of the blue. And then throw it in his lap when you're walking by. Plan a date for him. You plan it. Plan his special moment. Plan it somewhere unique, somewhere beautiful, and then surprise him with this unexpected fun time or maybe even, oh, this is a big one, an unexpected night away. So romance him. It's not just a female thing. So women, this is what we've talked about. What does your husband need? He needs you to admire him. He needs you to watch him. He needs you to touch him. He needs you to prioritize him above everything else. And he needs you to indulge your sensuality, to tell him what you need and to spend some money. And then he needs you to romance him. So hopefully these are helpful. I didn't actually get to everything. We'll have to do that at another broadcast on what else your husband might need. So tune in later for some more. This is Dr. Jennifer Conson with The Art of Intimate Marriage. Thank you for joining us for The Art of Intimate Marriage. Now, let's be real. This is not a typical radio program, and we know it generates questions. If you have one you'd like Dr. Conson to address here on air, email her at jenniferconson at yahoo.com. Conson is spelled K-O-N-Z-E-N. Jennifer Conson at yahoo.com. We hope today's program was beneficial to you. And if you agree this unique voice should be on the air, your donations will help keep it there. 
To give or to get more information about the ministry, Dr. Condon's Center for Sexuality in San Diego, or to get more resources for improving intimacy in marriage, visit us on the web at theartofintimatemarriage.com. And for more on experiencing the marriage God designed, join us this same time next week for The Art of Intimate Marriage.